Welcome to 312 Studios, and I'm your host, Saucy. Today, here on Sipping Coffee with Saucy, we got a very special episode. We got episode 15 coming live from Round Rock, Texas. Uh, all you callers listening in, if y'all want to call in, call 337-781-6157. That's 337-781-6157. I got my main man, Cole Bear, back with us. What's up, what's up, man? been a little minute it's been, been a little while bro broski it's been a little while man and as you all know i got my main co-host carrie hello family hello as carrie says hello so um here on episode 15 we, we, we're gonna jump right into it we, we got a very we got a very special topic for y'all today so let's get to right i'm a bill printer i'm a grave digger so uh cole 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 tell us what's up it's good to be back man i'm glad to have you back on the show bro yeah man it's been a little minute since uh since we've been out the house and stuff we've just been working so much you know it's uh we got to take time out of our day you know what i'm saying make sure we come talk about whatever we need to talk about but yeah man i miss it what's up what's up what you been up I don't to know, what's up man we just got back from the kalahari if you have not been this is by far Texas is biggest attraction. I mean, just by far, man. It's well, you it's gotta a, explain what it is first, bro. It's an indoor water park. It's got several uh, five star restaurants. It's just an amazing place. Probably fifteen bars. They probably have um, a bowling alley. Uh, uh, what else they got? Uh, an arcade. They, arcade. I think they have an arcade. Looks like a Dave and Buster's, basically. I mean, it's just super. Like nice. Just the arcade looks like a Dave and Buster's. The whole thing. If you're in the Round Rock area, you definitely need to go check this out. This is like a must, like a can't-miss place. So, man, if y'all in the area, y'all go check that out. It's amazing. This is five minutes from actually from right here, man. It's yeah, really, it's not far. That leads us to the topic, man. We, uh, today's topic, we want to talk about endurance, man, because uh, me and Cole, you know, we've been working a lot. And sometimes we, we we get fatigued, man. We've been putting in some hours. Putting in some hours. And, uh, you know, sometimes we feel like, man, we just – where does the strength come from? How does it come? And we just, you know, sometimes we feel like we don't have the strength, but you know, we know there's an external source to this. You have to have to. You have to keep that faith and just keep pushing. You I mean, I ca- I mean, it was like ten thirty five. I called, called. I was like, "Where you at, bro?" Yeah. He's like, "Man, I wasn't even gonna make it this morning. I wasn't even gonna call in this morning." But I, I will. I will myself out of bed for real. I told myself. I said, "Well, you know, you might not want to get up, but you got to get up." I told myself what, was, what like what made you want to get up to be honest I don't know something just told me get up you know what I'm saying like just being just being so fatigued like that was Friday so for one I would, for one being Friday I said you know man just just get up one more time and then you can sleep in tomorrow you know it's just I would, I would have been I've been, really, I mean I've been working 10 hours a day you know every day basically like and I know I know my co-host Carrie works a lot and so Carrie what, what I want to ask you I know you have a bunch of insight on this is that when when you get fatigued and you just feel like man it's just there's no there's no strength left in the tank what motivates you to keep pushing forward for me it's not wanting to let other people down i don't get out of bed every day for myself it's because somebody's waiting for me or i don't want to let other people down but from a spiritual aspect could it be god and the holy spirit actually with you telling you look get up i'm with you push on for another day i kind of feel that you know i kind of feel there's an external sort there's a higher power you know i feel like god's with me every day you know he's saying look get up i'm with you i got you yeah 
you I could mean, do this. But that's always up to you. You know, you have to allow that to be in your life. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, Paul, Paul said it's a race. Paul describes it as a race. Any race you run, man, you're going to get fatigued. I mean, I don't care who you are, uh, either mentally or physically fatigued. The tank will get empty eventually. I don't know if it uh, mentally could be worse than physical. Yeah, that could be more. Which one? Which one do you think is worse? I'd say mentally, probably. To answer your question, it's not different for me, from a spiritual aspect or from I don't want to let people down. That is what I do with my life: is serve other people. That's what Christ did with His life. That's a good point. That's a good point. Is um, serving, helping other people. You know. If I have nothing on the agenda that day, I'm probably not motivated to get out of bed. But knowing that there are people who are depending on me. Need your help for a lot of things. Who my trustworthiness is dependent on whether I show up on time where I say I'm going to be when I say I'm going to be there. Right. Now, what if it's just a day where you just be like, I, I can't do it. I just feel like being lazy. I want to be lazy. There's no such thing. There's no yeah. such day where I just can't do it. Now, you're talking about a single mother of three kids and there was no plan B. There was no staying in bed. There was no giving up. I had people depending on me, and I had to get up and do it for them. So when I don't have the strength to do it for myself, that's just what I go into. Just think about others around you. And there's a lot of people like that who are motivated by doing things for other people. Now, some, they just they have lots of drive. They have lots of motivation. They want to achieve. They want to accomplish, and they get up for them. I'm not one of those people. I get up for other people. Wow. I guess a self-centered person would just be like, I'm not getting no, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I yeah. mean, being me, that, you know, like I'm a young guy. You're like, young, though. You have youth on your side, which makes it a lot easier, I think, Yeah. to, to be able to just I wouldn't get say up just, like that. I wouldn't just say just youth, but, like, I don't have as many, like, um, connections and responsibilities. I'm like, like, I, like you said, I'm more of a self-centered person at this point in my life. You know, like, for her, it's different. For you, it's different. You know what I'm saying? Like, Everybody else has is at different points of what allows them to do things in their life or allows them to. Everybody's at a different level, right? level spiritually and mentally. You know, you could be, the Bible says, blessed are the poor in spirit. So you could be lacking spiritually and be blessed. Like you, you could be blessed when you're poor in spirit. But the Bible, they don't say nothing about being blessed if you're poor <laughs> mentally yeah. and spirit. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, I just, you could be, you can reap all the blessings spiritually if you're poor. But the Bible don't have nothing to say if you, if you, you know, mentally, if you right. if you lacking mentally. Some people just, like at work, man, you know the situations I deal with at work. Yeah. Man, how do people get on my nerves? And, you know, y'all, y'all ain't going to bring me down like that. I'm too strong like that. You know what I'm saying? And spiritually... You know, I'm real strong, so. You just have to, like, go throughout your day and understand that things can always be about you or they don't have to be about you. I will set a table in the presence of your enemies. Your whole day can end up being completely devoted to other people's needs and wants. And honestly, like, someone like me, like, one of the things that I enjoy doing is helping people. For me, if I'm able to help someone throughout my day, it makes my day a little bit better. You know, like, not that that's a big deal to anybody, but, like, I mean, for me, like, personally, like, if I can help somebody throughout the day, even as little as holding a door open for an old lady or anything more drastic than that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that helps my day, like, straight up. Like, I enjoy helping people. I, I think Carrie does that for a living. Yeah, I, I hold doors for old ladies all day long. I'm just saying, I'm just saying from the littlest to, you know what I mean, like. 
Well, the Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. And laying in bed when I don't feel well isn't going to make me feel better. If you look at things in the spiritual realm, if God is standing there while you're holding that door for that lady, is God smiling or? Right. I mean, no, he's definitely always smiling on it. So we're tapping into godliness when we're helping other people or when we're at our best or when we're positive or when we're being motivated or when we're sharing love with others or words of encouragement or sometimes just not feeling well and not saying much, but with our lives pouring out for other people in service. Yeah. Again, that was Christ's example to us. He made a point to get down on his knees and wash his disciples' feet. And they're saying, we're not worthy of you washing our feet. And he's like, you don't get it. This is what you do. He came serve to each serve, other. not to be served. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing. And that's where joy comes from. That's where the motivation to keep going for me comes from. I don't feel better sitting at home alone with my thoughts, but connecting with God or connecting with other believers lifts me up. So what do you say to the people who are struggling with that? I mean, like me, you, all three of us here, we, we're we motivated by certain things. And what do you say to people that's just like, I want to give up today. I just want to stick this bullet in this gun and I want to pull the trigger and I want to end it forever. Honestly, what I say is I've had those days too. It makes sense to me that you would feel that way. It's part of being in a human body. Who hasn't? It's being honest with yourself about your emotions. So the awareness and the confession of where you really are is the first step towards dealing with the problem. Me too is my answer, not you shouldn't feel that way or this is how you should feel. Right. I get it. I can get in that feeling with you. I understand. Now, do you want to stay there? Yeah. That's yeah. the bigger question. Yeah. You know, yeah. getting out of that rut is like, is it's something. There are some people who say yes. Right. They want to be in their it. Right. In so they want to be in, they they want to stay there. I know people that are in a rut and they know they're in a rut and they know they're never going to get out the rut. Or they believe they're never going to get out of the right. rut because yeah, they're yeah. not worthy of it or because people before them and their family did it this way or because yep. they did something wrong and now they feel like they deserve it. And All of those are like just agreeing with the enemy about what the enemy says about that person. And for me, it's hard because some sometimes it's people that you care about and like you feel like you can't really help them much more because it's kind of like a dead end or a lost cause or whatever you want to call it. So Uh, that's the question is, do you you want to stay there? But I mean, you can put food on somebody's plate and you don't can't make them eat. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. drink. Exactly. Now, if they say, no, I don't want to stay here. I want to be in a better place. I want to be happy. That's signs of progression, at least. The acknowledgement that they want to move opens up the space for us to begin to examine the thoughts that have caused them to come into alignment with what they're believing about their life and therefore what they're manifesting with their behavior. Right. It all starts in what you think about yourself. Yep. I agree. Keep telling yourself every day, I'm so tired. Is that going to make you feel exuberant? I bet you I bet you, if you wake up every day and, man, like, man, I'm so energized. I'm so, I bet you eventually you'd be a little bit more it energized. It all starts in the mind. What you believe, you achieve. You can manifest things for your mind and body that most people don't believe. But, like, if through your mind, you can manifest things from your mind to your body, from your body to your mind. I mean, True that. Mm-hmm. I'm a strong believer in that, really, though. I see it happen every day in both directions. Yeah. That's good. That's some real good points y'all bring up, man. I didn't know you had that in you. <laughs> <laughs> That's yep. why we say the battlefield is the mind. You get your mind right. Yep. Get right or get left, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely we definitely living in them times, bro. Where it's very um troubling times, man. You know, dealing with the COVID, dealing with the presidency. I look, I'm I'm looking at. Him. He's over there smiling. Go ahead, man. Tell me what you got to say, bro. Just go ahead and get it off your chest, cause he he's been oh, waiting. He's been he's been waiting this whole time to talk oh, about. It. I ain't been waiting. I forgot about it honestly. I'm. Tell, just tell me what what you, what you, you know, think. What, what, what are your thoughts, bro? What are, what is my thoughts about what about the election? The election. So I I don't know. You can't really believe everything you read nowadays or hear. So they said I, I read something that said that it was the most secure election in. United States history. So I read that right. And then I also saw something that said, you know, I, I really just can't get over the fact like Donald Trump hasn't come out and said anything yet, but I really truly deep down I don't believe that this is the case is what's going on. But what I will say is I don't think it's gonna end up happening. I think Joe Biden's gonna end up being president, but I will say that, you know, I will claim him as my president. But at the end of the day, we're going to hold him completely and responsible for everything he, he said he was going to do. You know, I'm not going to sit there and say he's not my president. Because guess what? I'm a, I'm a U.S. citizen. Therefore, if he's my president, he's my president. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to deny that. But I don't think that this U.S. election was um, I don't rigged. Know. Do you think it was rigged? I don't know if it was rigged. I don't know. I don't know what to call it. I just didn't believe that there were that many. All right, look, I'm going to say it. <laughs> I had no doubt in my mind that Donald Trump was going to win this election. Like, I, I really had no clue that there were that many people that felt so strongly against him. It's not like they voted for Joe Biden. They literally voted against Trump. <laughs> they did not like Donald Trump. And to me, that's one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. Um, I mean... I truly, deep down, believe I mean, that he was, he was the better option. And, you know, I, I, that's... Now we are one, actually one week later... And uh, all the lawsuits that he had in all the states are beginning to fail because there's no evidence of voter fraud. And so it looks like the election is going to hold up and Joe Biden is going to be your president. I mean, whether you want to accept it or not, to me, it's embarrassing because, yeah, I understand that he could be the worst president ever in the history or whatever. Right. But the fact is you won, you lost. And so you're saying, hey, I mean, you have to come to humility and accept, hey, look, he won, he lost. When January 26th said, and they swear Joe Biden, he's going to be the president, at that point, are you still going to be like, well, Donald Trump is still my president? Ten years from now, Donald Trump is well, still going to be my president? Twenty well, years from now, is Donald Trump still going to be my president? Like, I agree with you, but what I you, mean, what, like, what you got to understand is people, whenever people... whenever At some point, you have to come to humility and be like, okay, look. But whenever he got elected, there was people for four years that still four years later did not believe. They were like, he's still not my president. So you think it's crazy for other people to still think like he should be our president? You know what I'm saying? It's it's opposite sides all of a I'm coin. Saying, it's opposite sides of a coin. You saying, gotta understand. All I'm saying is that at some point you have to come to humility and say, look, we lost. I accept it. And See, let's move I on. I don't think anybody should... Because I'm because a, I'm a registered Republican and I vote. Yeah, Republican. I mean I understand whether you're on the take right it as a loss, but more whether or you're less. on the right or the left, and I mean everybody says, well, you you taking up for Joe Biden, you for Joe Biden. Just, I'm not. I'm seeing what's facts. <laughs> I have to humble myself. A little slice of humble pie. Yeah, and so and I think that was it was the pride that Donald Trump had injected. I'm not being biased. I'm not on the right. I'm not on the left. Because I believe God is in control of whoever becomes the president. God controls that. 
Somebody said, well, you for Biden? No, I'm not for Biden. I'm not for none of y'all. I'm for whoever God picks. And so God picked that person. I'm How for does that God person. pick that person? By grace. Oh, I don't think that we install people into the presidential office through grace. That's not how our country how works. Think, how do you think he was? You tell me how he was. Well, we have a democratic process that includes casting ballots. Yeah. yeah. How uh, does God work in general? His grace doesn't just move across the face of the earth. He works through people. Mm-hmm. Pontius Pilate, the man who was in charge of when, when Jesus went to be crucified on the cross, uh, he was about to die. His life was on the line. He was about to die. This man, Pontius Pilate, was the governor. He said, the only reason why you have power is because my father gave it to you. That's the only reason you got power. And Pilate was a ruler. He was like a, uh, a ruler of a specific region. And so if Jesus said that, the only reason why you have power is because my father gave it to you. Then the only reason why anybody has power is because the father gave it to him. That's true. And so if it's in the word, if it's in the Bible and people want to dispute the word and dispute the Bible, I mean, go ahead. Y'all can dispute the word, dispute the Bible all day. But what's written is written. That Bible can't be changed. That word is forever. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will remain forever. So that word remains forever. The only reason why you got power because my father gave it to you. The only reason. And so. That's all I want to say about it. I ain't got nothing else to say about it. Yeah. But anyway, so that 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 was my thoughts on the election. And so, like you know, I mean, we're gonna have a new president. Well, we're gonna uh, we're gonna claim him as president because they go to the uh, democratic process and they cast these ballots, and that's how it ended up. So now, apparently, he's our president. I mean, just like I mean before, people didn't like their president. People didn't like their president, but they still. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a U.S. citizen. What are you gonna do? That's your president, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely uh, times are changing. It's gonna change a lot. And then, what is God? What is God saying? What is God saying during this particular time? What do you mean? Because Jesus could have blinked his eyes, and, and they all would have been disappeared at that time. What do you think, Carrie? What do you think God's trying to communicate to us? And is yet, it, that's exactly what they wanted from him was to see him perform a miracle, a sign. Yeah. And they were. No sign. Harsh and how they treated him and trying to get him to do that, and which no is one. why he didn't comply. Yeah, that's He criticized people earlier in his ministry by saying, unless you people see signs and miracles, you won't believe. Again and again and again, he encouraged people to believe, 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 believe. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. And that's also the answer to the other question you asked me. What is God trying to say to his people right now? Believe. Believe, man. Um, believe in Christ, man. Cole, I, mean, I know Cole. Uh, believe in Christ right now. He's not just your Savior, but he's also your Lord. And the order is Lord and Savior. He's full of grace and he's full of mercy and he's more than capable of saving each and every person who cries out to him, covering their sins with his precious blood. But he's also Lord. And he's sitting on a throne beside God, interceding for us. He hasn't lost control. He still has authority in this earth. As chaotic as it looks, he asks us not to walk by sight. To walk by faith. To walk by faith. To believe. Hmm. That's amazing. I'm glad, uh, it's amazing insight, Gary. What does it look like to believe right now? Not to walk around 
concerned about what politics are saying, just close your eyes and turn off your TV and ask God, what do you want me to do today? Yeah, that's about, I mean, that's so much better than being so glued to social to media, say social thing, media, and what everybody else has to say or think or their two cents on everything. Yeah. You might as well just wake up and try and serve whoever you can. And How much different would our thoughts be if we yeah. were focused on hearing from God instead like of absorbing you, from other people? If you didn't have social media or um, new CNN or Fox News or no Twitter. CNN is the worst, man. I, I've never seen them say anything positive. A bunch of blah, blah, blah. Just shut it off. Yeah. <laughs> I can't watch it. I think it. everybody's going to Newsmax or something. Like, there's a there's a new... Because uh, even Fox turned now. Like, Fox turned... Uh, yeah, Fox is... They don't even, yeah, Fox started hating on, like, you know. It's I bad. don't know who's in whose pockets. I think they're all in everybody's pockets. They even use the same verbiage. It's yeah. like they've been prescripted. <laughs> as a seer, look, as a seer, what, at this particular time, can you see in the election? Uh, what I'm seeing, this is what God's talking to me. This is what God's telling me. I'm looking at this whole body of events that's going on. And so I see Trump and I see Pence. And so when I seen, I was watching TV the other day and I seen, I seen Joe Biden get elected and I seen the number 46. And I was like, man, as soon as I seen that number, bam, it came down like a lightning bolt. A revelation came down from God like a lightning bolt. And so... The 46, the 6, and Donald Trump was the 5th and the 6th. And so I put two and two together, and I'm like, man, Donald Trump, Pence, blow, Biden, come all heirs. Say that, say that, just say that. Trumpets, blow, Biden, come all heirs. Look at the word Joe Biden and replace that with blow, Biden. Trumpets, blow, Biden, come all heirs. Kamala Harris. So put that whole sentence together. Trumpets blow by then come all heirs. I mean, you're looking at me crazy. <laughs> but this is what I, I mean, this is just uh revelations from just from me, you know, and, and this is my show, and so I'm a, I'm a, it's always gonna be a prophetic. Oh, I hear you. I hear it's you. always gonna be something prophetic on here. So that's what I'm seeing, and I'm gonna give it to you in real time as I see it. You know, that way I could get more because once I release whatever I get, I, I receive more. So that's what I'm seeing, bro. God's communicating like that. Could it be telling us that by the seventh, by the time the six ends, the trumpets are going to blow by the seventh? I mean, that's a, that's up for you and the, your spirit. But that's what I'm I'm seeing right now. I don't care if you like it. I don't care none of that. Because at the end of the day, I got to stand in front of God. I'm not going to stand in God in front with you. I'm not going to stand in God with you. I got to stand in God by myself. Yeah. And there's only two words I want to hear when I stand in front of him. Good servant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I want to hear him be like, that's the God I was telling you about. <laughs> yeah. That's the God I was telling you about. And so that's the prophetic. That's the prophetic right here. And you ain't going to hear that nowhere else. This is only on three talk. Trumpets blow by then, come all heirs. You put Trump Pence together, Joe Biden together, come all heirs. And you got trumpets blow by then, come all heirs. That's our inheritance. I just thought I'd share that too, <laughs> young lad. You're looking at me amazed, but it's okay. It's all, it's all good, you know. Um, Carrie, what's going on? My heart is heavy today. My best friend in Idaho. That we is that the one that for the birthday or whatever? We wished her a happy birthday last week. What was her name? Charity. 
Charity's going through a hard time. Her mom had a mini stroke and was home, and the family was given news that her mother was in heart failure. They were invited to come and say goodbye to her, that uh, she knew she was in heart failure. She kept it from the family. She didn't want to worry them. So my heart is heavy just imagining what her husband is going through right now and um, the, the children, the grandchildren. Uh, They're you, all at you, her bedside uh, saying you, goodbye to her. Do you um, keep in contact with her? Yeah, of course. She's my best friend. Okay. Um, sorry to hear that about Charity, man. We we hope you get better. And uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I can't even imagine seeing my mom taking her last right. breaths. Her mom was insistent that she wanted to go home. Hospice is there to help her transition. Um, so wow. my heart is just heavy. Heavy for her and the whole situation, the whole family. So we want to, um, you know, wish prayers go out. To yeah, them. prayers go out to them people in Idaho, man. Charity, her mother, and the situation, the whole situation she's going through. We definitely, you know, feel what you're going through. Deep, our best condolences. You know, we pray and and hoping your know, your mother pulls through this. And um, and that's from three talk. You know, so. Or that she transitions Trans- yeah. to heaven and relocates into the arms of Jesus and that everyone here left behind has peace about that, knowing that they'll see her again one day. Yeah, you're definitely going to. I mean, this is not the end. I mean, regardless of what you think, this is, I mean, we're all going to be reunited one day. We're we're going to live forever, and this is not the end. When you die on this earth, that's not the end, but the beginning. I could, I'm going to save that for a whole nother. I could go on for a long time with it. I actually wrote about it in my book, Three Talk. Go pick that up. Well, actually, you can't, but if you send me an email, I'll send you a copy. But, um, yeah, I wrote about it in great length because uh, my dad died, my grandmother died, my grandfather died, and my, my aunt died all within a year. And so I'm already prophetic. Imagine what God was just throwing all these scriptures in my head, so he just really talking to me I, like he's never and showing me why things happen the way they happen and uh, it was just a, such an intimate moment between me and god that, and uh, i wrote about it in my book called three so yeah and so um as we close this show out i just want to thank you for coming on Cole. it's been a little while man thanks for coming on three talk oh it's been a minute you know how you know how i love getting on the mic you know talking about a little something something you know. <laughs> but, i appreciate it man I, uh you know well, thank Carrie for always being available. Yeah. Lock it off in my schedule. Show <laughs> up in my chair. That's how we do. <laughs> yeah, that's three talks. So I just want to thank everybody for coming on the show, man. And we picked up a new platform. Apple iTunes has now picked us up. So y'all can tune in to not only Spotify, which is major, but now you can go to Apple iTunes and catch us on that, that talk. three talk on yeah. Apple. Yeah, no, a number of you have been looking for us on Apple. So there you go. Check it out. And if you would like to submit questions or comments outside of the show, you can do that at our email address, which is the number three, three talk podcast at gmail.com. There you have it, folks. And uh, we just want to thank you for tuning in. And I want to, you know, I want to say thank you for having me again. You know, we me love and, you, Cole. Me and me and you went and had a good little afternoon at the Kalahari, and then we yeah, definitely come, go check that out. We it's wanted to really come, uh, you know, end it off on a good positive note. We come speak about some things, speak some things into existence, and uh, hoorah! You know, 
It is what it is, you know. Yeah, we just want to thank y'all calling, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all calling whenever y'all get a chance, and uh, I want to thank Carrie for showing up, and um, you know, we love all our listeners out there. And so, um, that's all we got. Anything you want to say, Carrie? Mm-mm. So that's all we're gonna say. Episode fifteen. Yeah. Don't stop believing.